0: Owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is the direct care way. By listening to this podcast, you may even start to believe You too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance based practice to direct care right in the middle of a pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Nguyen. Is it easy to start a direct care practice? I have a hypothesis and that is, I think doctors are addicted to hard work. And here's my proof. Let's say you have a business and a service that people need and want and are willing to pay for. How do you want to accept payment? You've got two options. Option one, you collect directly from patients. Option two, you go through a third party payer who pays you sometime in the future at a rate that they feel is appropriate, and between these two, which which one sounds easier? We've gotten to a point in medicine where it's acceptable to choose and live in option two, waiting on a payment by someone else at their decided rate. And in fact, that was the entire makeup of our training experience, to give the service and then get paid later. Bonus points if you do the work, and then you don't get paid at all because we call that volunteering. The point here is that we've chosen to practice medicine through a third-party payer, and with that comes a lot of problems. There is the increased cost of overhead because we have to pay for a biller or a billing service. We need to have an EMR, an electronic medical record system that integrates the claims to be submitted We're having to train staff how to understand insurance lingo, ICD-10s, CPTs. Maybe we have to add on extra staff just to simply deal with administrative duties, like obtaining prior authorizations. Or we have to remind patients of their financial responsibility, that this was an issue between them and their insurance contract. Or you have to do a peer-to-peer call, where maybe you're talking to a doctor who is not within your area of expertise, but they're the ones who have control in whether or not your order is authorized for payment. So despite you being the doctor who's evaluating the patient, who performed the history and physical, has a treatment plan, and you have the patient's best interest, you're still at the mercy of somebody else saying whether or not the MRI you want and need for surgical planning is approved for payment or not. The purpose of insurance in the beginning of time was to provide financial protection in case of unplanned medical emergencies like a stroke, a heart attack, a car accident, human accidents, and so on this is like property insurance. It's good to have, and it serves a good purpose when you need it. But in most of medicine, in preventive care and elective care, we all see that the system is getting out of hand. When I was in the hospital giving birth to my daughter in 2018, I was told I couldn't bring in any of my home medications, and that whatever I was taking at home will be Uh, transferred from the pharmacy because the pharmacy needed to be the one dispensing my medicine. So even something as simple as Tylenol. So Tylenol, a pill purchased at the store is about 12 cents. But if it goes through the hospital system through their pharmacy and then dispensed to me, that's $15 for that one pill. This has been considered a normal way for hospital business. For hospitals to build that way and to practice. And ultimately, if patients can't pay, they're sent to collections. And they really didn't have much of a say in the stuff that was ordered for them, the doctors that were consulted, uh, whether those doctors were in or out of network and so on. So there's a lot that patients didn't have control of in the way of getting medical care in the hospital setting through insurance. And if you ever got a bill from insurance or a hospital and you see the actual numbers and you see a line that was written off and then another line of the contracted amount and then another line of your responsibility and then another line that says what the insurance paid for, like it's very confusing. It's confusing for me so I can't even begin to imagine what it's like for a consumer, someone who's not even in medicine. So here's some interesting data for Americans. Two-thirds of all personal bankruptcies are due to medical bills. And then half of those who filed for medical bankruptcy cited hospital bills as the most considerable expense. And that's pretty obvious. Hospitals need to make a profit to stay open to pay for staff, but they are also being paid by the insurance companies and when you're getting paid by insurance companies, you may put your rate at 150% or 200% of what you'll actually get back, and that's also normal practice. So when I was insurance-based and I contracted with insurances, I would put my rates at above 150% or 200% above what Medicare allowable was. And this was a really weird game. This was recommended to me by uh, the professionals, the billers and consultants. And I couldn't even write off what wasn't given to me because that's considered uh, imaginary money. So I couldn't even write that off as a tax write-off. Even though, even though my prices were my prices. So ultimately I had no control over the cost of things, even through insurance. So I'm sure you have your own personal experience with using health insurance, how frustrating that was. So I don't need to dive deep into the problems of health insurance in itself. I'm really here to talk about, is it easy to start a direct care practice? And we're at the point where this is the next option or we quit medicine altogether because the insurance way is not working cost of things are expensive. It's expensive for the consumer, the patient who is paying for not just the deductible, but the monthly expenses of having health insurance. And then it's expensive on the doctor's side who has to use these other resources to collect payments. The whole system is just convoluted. But we as doctors are accepting this to be a standard way of life. standard way of practicing medicine so let's go back to why i think doctors are addicted to hard work let me ask you this does it make you feel uneasy if your schedule is not completely full or double booked do you find yourself needing to be busy in some way because quiet time seems like such a luxury and maybe we just don't appreciate quiet time yet It feels uncomfortable not to be busy. Or do you feel that when an answer is too simple, it gets you a little confused? Like you're skeptical, you doubt yourself, or you don't think that's really how things work. Direct care is very simple. This is how it works. You solve a person's problem, you name your price, And then the person pays for it. I don't know if business can get any simpler than that. We do it all the time in other industries. We go to the grocery store. We have a budget. We can shop around. We can decide if we want to get the good mac and cheese or the generic mac and cheese. And then we go to the cashier and they ring it up and there's a price tag. And you pull out your money. And you pay it. You don't sit there and haggle and negotiate or say, why are things so expensive? So going to the grocery store and seeing a price tag is a normal way of business practice. And medicine is not like that. And I think that's a big part of why the cost of medical care is so expensive because it's so hidden. And direct care is a movement away from price confusion. It's moving into price transparency, and price transparency helps healthy competition, marketplace competition. So when patients know the price of things, they are in control in how they spend the dollars. But right now, we don't have that. Insurance are shielding people from the price of things, and that's why big facilities, hospitals, can price what they price. Nobody really knows until the bill comes. So I'm telling you, direct care is really easy to set up. And here's what I learned when I moved out of the insurance practice. Number one, we, doctors, humans, we like to make things complicated. Number two, we complicate things by filling our minds with doubts. And sometimes you just need to pay for professional help to shut it up. And then number three, we can learn the business stuff. It's easier than the medical stuff. So in direct care, we're not in the game of quantity, see more, make less. That's the current trend of things, that's not sustainable, that's why I got out of it. Direct care is actually you see less and you make more and you have a life outside of charting, outside of the office. When you lead a quality life, you can also give quality service. The insurance model is hurting doctors, it's making us stay busy, but we're having to see more for less. When you're burned out and just don't wanna do medicine anymore, this translates into the care that you give. Patients know when you don't wanna be there anymore. You get disconnected. You're no longer enjoying medicine the way you used to. So ask yourself if this is how you wanna show up in your practice for the next five, 10, 20 years of your practice. And if nobody has told you this today, You deserve to be paid your worth and no less. But don't expect someone else to define that for you. You have to decide that for yourself. And the best way to do that as a doctor is through direct care. That's where you set the price, you solve the person's problem, and you get paid. Everyone's happy. And this is so rewarding. Now, if you think of yourself like a lawyer, I have a lot of good friends who are lawyers, and they say to me, just to think about your case will cost you money. So they don't even have to solve your problem, and they have an hourly rate just for their time. Time is valuable, so we have to start thinking about our time as doctors is valuable, especially the time we put into preparing for the day, reviewing the chart, preparing for surgery, and then the aftercare that we think about the patient, things that we could have done better on, all of these things that require our mental brain space. It's billable. Direct care also means nobody will tell you that you need to send in chart notes so that they can decide whether or not you'll be paid for that service. Direct care also means who cares about a wrong modifier? We don't even use modifiers. We don't even use a CPT code. Not needed. We don't have to learn any of that. Oh, there's changes. Doesn't matter to me. I don't need to learn it. I'm a cash pay practice. And then my favorite here, insurance sends you a letter. We overpaid you are bad. Now you owe us the money back. Oh, here's another document that says, our comparative report analysis shows that you are billing above average your peers. So now you're at risk of an audit. None of that exists. None of these things exist in a direct care model. And that has taken a lot of weight off my shoulders, which is why I'm sharing this direct care way with you because you deserve peace in your life. We know our healthcare system is very broken, but we shouldn't have to accept that this is the only way to get healthcare or to give healthcare. So instead of complaining about the system, I've shared with you another option. So the reality is starting a direct care practice is not hard. It's not as hard as people think. I thought dealing with insurance regulations and its changes and delaying patient care was much harder. And then having to compensate for declining reimbursements despite the rapid rise of inflation and the cost of everything going up. Because we're human We like to complicate matters. I'm fully aware of this, which is why I have this podcast here. So yes, it's easy to start a direct care practice, but it's only easy if you're ready to unlearn everything you know about the insurance-based practices. Plus, you have to recognize whether or not you're addicted to hard work. Because if you are, then we can work on a solution as to why you believe you have to work harder to make more money when the reality is you can work less and make more money and that's through direct care thank you so much for being here with me today if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please like share and subscribe so more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine the direct care way Let's connect, find my info in the show notes, and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remembered nothing else, remember this. You are in control of your life. See you next time.